Welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast, where we equip you to pray powerful prayers that will transform the lives of your children. In the Bible, in James chapter 5, verse 16, it says that the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. That's what our devotions are all about. When you are a subscriber to the Raising Kids on Your Knees prayer tribe, you not only get a free prayer sheet each week, but you get devotions that help you step up your spiritual parenting as you're praying for your kids. If you would like to come on this journey with us, simply click the link in the show notes to subscribe. When you do, you will receive a free copy of 10 Prayers That Will Transform the School Year. Sending our children to school in a normal environment is hard, but sending them to school not knowing what they're being taught and who will be influencing them can be downright scary these days. This time of the year is a time of transition with our children. Some of them are just starting kindergarten, while others are going to be graduating high school or college this year. Although Rod and I aren't sending any kids off to school this year, two of our children are in the middle of career changes that will take them across the country to live. This is a significant change for them and for our family as a whole. As Rod and I have navigated these seasons of change, and especially this time of the year, clinging to the truths of the Bible has helped us to hold tightly to Jesus when our children begin to hit what a pastor friend of mine calls launching points. These launching points are defined as those moments where they begin to gain independence from us and more dependence on God. Launching points can happen as early as infancy when you leave your baby in daycare or leaving them in the nursery at church is a launching point. Sometimes that's traumatic. Preschool is a launching point. Kindergarten is another and so on and so on. These launching points can be really hard on a parent and especially on us mamas. Our children come out of the womb completely dependent on us to sustain their lives. And as they grow and need us less, those moments signify a change in seasons for us. This week, we will be praying over our children as they start a new school year. Our prayer sheets will cover significant emotions you and your children will be encountering. The devotions this week will encourage you to walk with Jesus through the transitions. Before I dive in this week, let me touch on a sensitive subject, but a starting point in being able to let go as a parent. It's extremely easy for us to allow our children to become our idols. I've certainly been guilty guilty of that. However, when you allow them to take first place in your life over God, the disciplines I'm about to share with you will be impossible to walk through in victory. You have to put God first in his rightful place in your life, period. Exodus chapter 20 verses 4 and 5 are very clear that you are to have no idols in your life. I don't think it's a coincidence that the Bible follows the command to have no idols with cursing and blessing our children. Placing your children on a pedestal of idolatry will only ensure that it will come crashing down, leaving collateral damage no one wants to endure. So, 
let's get started. Here are five biblical principles to live by when our children are experiencing launching points. The first one is this. Grief during these seasons is real, and we buy the lie that grief is foolish or inappropriate during these changes. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 4, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. With every change comes grief. There's no way around it. It's the end of a season of life. The only healthy way to walk is through it. We must allow ourselves to grieve those changes even when they're good changes. The second principle includes trusting God as our children become more and more independent of us is a huge sanity saver. Knowing that God sees them when we don't and that he loves them more than we do gives us a peace that no matter what, they will be okay. Yes, there will be times when bad things happen, but thinking we can control those things is an illusion at best. The Bible tells us this about those of us who are followers of Jesus. Those who know your name will trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who trust you. That's in Psalm chapter 9, verse 10. The third principle is this, know your identity. Placing our identity squarely on who we are in Christ is critical to how you will respond to the seasons of change with your children. John 1.12 says that yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We're parents, that is what we do, but so often we confuse who we are with what we do. We're children of God, and there are no circumstances or changes that will alter our position in Christ. If we hang our hat on on the identity of parenthood, we will be blown and tossed by every wave of change that comes our way. Understanding and knowing who you are as a child of God will assure that your identity will stay intact when your life and the lives of your children inevitably change. The fourth principle, I'm pretty sure you all know where I stand on this one. I can't overemphasize the importance of praying for our children. 1 Thessalonians 5:17 simply says, pray continually. The consistent prayer of a righteous parent will impact your children in powerful and effective ways. I'm not saying they won't make poor choices or go through some hard times, but prayer will pave a path for the Holy Spirit to work in their lives so that when they do make poor choices or go through some hard times, it opens the door for the Holy Spirit to speak to them and to guide them. Your prayers for your children will give them a distinct spiritual advantage in the heavenly realms and it will also give you peace. And the fifth principle is knowing that God has a plan and he's sticking to that plan. One of my favorite verses is Jeremiah 29 11. I've paraphrased it slightly so that it speaks directly to us as a parent. Here's what it says. For I know the plans I have for your children, declares the Lord, plans to prosper them and not to harm them, plans to give your children a hope and a future. Understanding that God has a plan and a purpose for our children and wants to give them hope in a future gives us peace that he is steering them in the direction he has for them, even when it looks like they've gone off the rails. So often I stand in the way of what God's plan is for their lives because I want my plan for their lives. I must choose to trust God's plan and purpose for my children. Getting behind what God's plan is and cheering them on in it will give your children the best shot at joy and happiness as they walk through this life. So here are your five principles to help you step up your spiritual parenting this week. 
Number one, allowing your children to grieve as they navigate life changes is good. It's natural for them to have a certain amount of grief. Number two, as you trust God with your children, it will build confidence in them that they can trust him too. Number three, if you're having a hard time with any changes that may be going on, chances are your child is too. Reassure them that no matter what the changes are, if they know Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, it never changes who they are as a child of God. Number four, ask your children how you can pray for them often. Number five, talk to your children about seeking God for the direction of their lives. Then when he shows them that direction, be their cheerleader. Remember, it is their job to figure out where God is leading them not yours. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, these launching points can be so hard for us as moms. Lord, I pray for an extra measure of your grace and strength as we walk through the changes that are going on with the start of school or kids that might be moving or whatever the case may be. Lord, I lift up my friend to you. Be with her, comfort her, help her to walk through those emotions that seem like such a dichotomy of joy and grief and all the things. Lord, I thank you that you walk through all of this with us. In Jesus' name, amen.